Absolutely fantastic to have our children lead us this morning. Haven't they told the Christmas story so brilliantly well? Uh, And just to round things off this morning, I want to spend a few moments just uh, giving us something really practical to take away and to think about to help us to remember all that the children have helped us with. Now, to help me with this, I want one of the children who's really switched on to tell me what is missing in the Christmas lunch picture on the screen. Any of the children know? Sprouts! Hey, you've been well trained. Sprouts are missing. Now, here's the million-dollar question. You all have to respond to this. It's a bit like Marmite sprouts, isn't it? You either love them or you absolutely hate them. And in a minute, we're going to do a bit of a straw poll for this. We're going to have a sprout off. The way this is going to work is in a minute, I'm going to ask you if you love sprouts. And if you love them, you've got to put your thumbs up and you've got to whoop and cheer that you love sprouts, okay? You love them, well, then you can join in. Fantastic. If you hate sprouts, you've got to look absolutely grumpy. Hands on your waist like this and look like Scrooge, okay? And make a big frowning noise. Now, everyone has to participate. If you don't, we'll do it again until we get it right. So, here we go. Everybody who loves sprouts, can you please tell me? Woo! That surprises me. We're quite a healthy church, aren't we? Okay, this is your time now. Everyone, though, who doesn't like sprouts, you know what to do. Three, two, one. Do you know there's something very funny about what we've just done? Basically, the front rows here all hate sprouts and everybody else doesn't. (laughs) Apart from Chloe, we know you like sprouts. So, what I'd love to do is I'm going to ask two volunteers. You're going to come up on the stage. One of you has to love sprouts and one of you has to hate them. And you need to explain to the church what it is about sprouts that you love or what it is about sprouts that you hate. So who's going to be brave and help me? Me. Well, I think we need a couple of adults for this, because actually I'm going to ask you to do something that's a little bit more difficult. Any two adults who are brave? (laughs) Wellesley does hate sprouts. I think he'd be good, yeah. We'll have Wellesley then. And we need a a sprout lover. Come on, who's really healthy who loves sprouts? Mark Andrews, thank you. Up you come, Mark and uh, Wellesley. Now, you two, just to prepare you, we're going to play a little game of uh, just a minute like you've had on the radio. So you have to try and speak for a minute without hesitation, repetition or deviation on the subject of I hate sprouts and I love sprouts. Okay, so hesitation is anything like er or a pause. Repetition is obviously repeating yourself in particular words. And what's the last one? Deviation. You can't start talking about pigs in blankets or anything else at Christmas. Okay. I think we're going to start, we'll start with Mark, and he has one minute to speak without hesitation, repetition, or deviation on the subject of, I love sprouts. Sprouts. (coughs) The green element in that colour on the plate just sets them apart as they sit there amongst all the other succulent foods on the plate. Now, one of the main things about oh. the... Do you know, he got buzzed in by his wife. <laughs> Out to destroy the family name. You did very well. Very good. Can, it, 
there's so much more to say about the beauty of Sprouts that I've got to continue. We, let's give him another 30 for seconds. a little longer. 30 seconds. One of the main things about Sprouts is the way that they're cooked. Now, I impress upon my dear wife each year that these Sprouts are needing to be cooked because I love Sprouts. And... One of the things that has to happen before they're placed into the steamer is that they've got to be crossed in the base of the sprout. And that crossing is absolutely imperative in its depth. And so one of the things that has to happen is it has to go far enough up to separate the sprout oh, to allow the sprout. That'll do. He's doing, he's doing very well. Mark is going to be starting a new ministry in January. It's going to be called the Sprout Society. If you want to join him, um, he might be on his own otherwise. Thank you very much. Well, we know that Wellesley doesn't like um, too many green vegetables, but uh, you have one minute now to speak without hesitation, repetition or deviation on the subject of, I hate sprouts. However eloquent you may be at describing how much you love sprouts, it does not take away from the fact that sprouts are a horrible type of food. They have no place on a Christmas dinner, on a Boxing Day dinner, on a New Year's dinner, or any type of tea, lunch. Keep going, keep going. Their texture is horrible, their colour is green. I don't like any other food groups that are of that same colour as the one mentioned to do with sprouts. I don't like Let's them boiled or Let's stewed or grilled or fried or cooked or eaten. Very good. So you love sprouts or you hate them. Now, this is a silly illustration, but it's got a very serious point. I have here a big bowl of sprouts. Oh... And I'm soon to wrap them up to give them to Wellesley as a Christmas present. <laughs> now, you can all do lots of different things with sprouts. And when you leave the church this morning, every one of you has an opportunity to take a sprout with you. Okay? But what you do with this sprout really, really matters. You see, sprouts are brilliant. You can keep this for Christmas Day and you can cook it on Christmas Day. Uh, you can shred them and add some cranberries and bits of bacon. That's particularly nice. You could even, if you want, make a fetching little necklace. A little sprout necklace. I mean, they're very versatile, okay. But the point is, every one of you has to take a sprout with you. But the really important thing is, what are you going to do with it? You see, some of you will take a sprout, and you love sprouts, and you will use this. You'll either keep it in your fridge until Christmas Day, where you'll cook it. And if you need to know about the depth of how to cut it, then Mark's your man. Uh, you might turn it into a fetching necklace like this. Uh, you might uh, shred it. You might just want to keep it. And maybe, it's a bit random, but maybe you want to put this next to your bedside table, or next to your toothbrush, or next to your car keys, something silly, but every time you see the sprout in the build-up to Christmas, you'll remember the important message that I'm about to share about this sprout. Some of you, you see, will take this sprout, and it will be a source of joy for you, because it will remind you of something really, really important. And you know, in the story that the children have told us, the jigsaw story this morning, there was one group, wasn't there? who were overjoyed about Christmas. When the wise men, the Magi, who had traveled from the east, saw the star, we read in the Bible, don't we, that they were overjoyed. If you take this sprout and use it for something really positive, or you keep it in your house in a random place, but you'll see it every day this week, maybe that will be a little sign to you as a reminder that you and I can be joyful at Christmas because it's a time of joy as we remember the birth of Jesus. 
But some of you won't do that with the sprout. Some of you won't even play the game because you're too grown up and too serious. You won't even take a sprout out of my bowl. But some of you will take the sprout. But if you're honest, you'll look at it a couple of times and you'll probably just chuck it in the hedge on the way home. Or maybe you'll throw it at the cat when you get home. But you won't use the sprout for a meaningful purpose. And in the story, did you hear towards the end, there was Herod, the king at the time, and he didn't like Christmas. He definitely didn't like Jesus. And we read this in Matthew chapter 2. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under. See, he was a jealous king. And when he heard that another king had been born in Bethlehem, he didn't want any rivals. And so he responded to Jesus with anger and with rejection. And some of you will do that this morning because you'll see me on the door and you'll respond with anger and rejection because you won't take my sprout. Or you will take it, but you'll throw it in the hedge on the way home or throw it at the cat when you get home. This sprout is a very silly little illustration, but it tells a really important point. Because what you do with this sprout may be a representation of what you're going to do with Jesus this Christmas. Are you going to keep it somewhere in the house? And it reminds you of the joy of Christmas and all that Jesus Christ brings. Or are you just going to throw it away and enjoy all the different parts of the Christmas jigsaw, but miss the central piece that really matters, Jesus Christ? Well, that's my little challenge for each of you. uh, And you'll have an opportunity to respond on your way out. But we really pray this Christmas. Maybe you're a visitor. Maybe you don't come to church regularly. We pray that this Christmas may be the first time when you can think a bit more about the Christmas story when you can think about the Christmas jigsaw and that maybe for the first time you will put your trust in Jesus Christ, the centerpiece of the jigsaw, and that that will bring you a particular joy this Christmas. Well, I'm going to pray now and I'm going to ask some of the children in a moment to come and join me. We're going to pray and ask God to help us with our hearts and the way we might respond to Christmas. But children, we're also going to pray for other children in the world who may not have as much joy and fun as us at Christmas. We're going to pray for some children in a country called Syria, where lots of them have been fighting in this country, and lots of children your age don't even have a house to go back to at Christmas. And we're going to pray and ask God to bless them and give them his peace. And we're also going to pray for some children in the Central African Republic. It's a country in the middle of Africa where lots and lots of children are starving at the moment, and they won't have any food at Christmas, and they definitely won't have a Christmas dinner. And so as we thank God for Christmas, but as we remember other children in the world this Christmas, we pray that God will be with every child in the world and indeed every person he has made and that he would give them his peace. So if you want to, children, I'm going to ask you just to come to the front as I pray. And we're just going to hold hands together, which is a sign of unity that together as we pray, we're praying for children all over the world that they would experience some of the joy of Christmas that we're going to experience So if any of the children want to come forward, we're just going to line up at the front here and we're all going to hold hands and I'm going to lead us in a short prayer. Are you anyone going to join me? Good, Lulu. I've got some friend. That's good to know. Anyone else? Well done. Come up here then. Let's all hold hands at the front. Your little baby and your monkey can pray as well. That's great. Okay, and we're going to thank God for Christmas. And remember, we're going to pray for the children in Syria and the children in the Central African Republic. Should we be quiet together as I pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you for the great joy of Christmas. And we thank you for all that we've learned together this morning. 
And we thank you as we think about the jigsaw puzzle that this Christmas we would remember the centerpiece, Jesus Christ. And as we take our little city Brussels sprouts home with us, I pray that they would remind us of a really important thing. Are we going to be like Herod and be angry and reject our saviour Jesus this Christmas? Or are we going to be like the wise men who were filled with joy when they came to accept who he was? Please would you help us this Christmas to remember what it's all about. And as we celebrate with our friends and our family, we do pray for children all over the world who may not have an enjoyable Christmas like us. We pray for the children in Syria who don't have homes to go back to because of the fighting. And we pray that you would comfort them and bring peace to that country. And we pray too for the children in the Central African Republic, many of whom are starving and have no food to eat. And as we eat our yummy Christmas dinner in a few days' time, please help us to remember them. And we pray that food would get to them so that they can be happy once again. We thank you that you're the God who answers prayers. We thank you for Christmas. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.